Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, Star Wars fans. Welcome back to Star Wars Hangout. Lottie and I are continuing the Rebels rewatch. Now, the following episodes were pre-recorded this past summer. We are now posting all of Season 1 here on Star Wars Hangout. If you have thoughts on Rebels Season 2, get those transmissions in ASAP, and we'll feature you on the show. Thanks for listening, and may the Force be with you. Hey, Star Wars fans, welcome back to a galaxy far, far away. I am your host, Ezra, the flannel space wizard, Y-Wing enthusiast, call sign gold leader. We are back with our Rebels rewatch. Today, we are discussing season one, episode 13, call to action, friends. But before we dive into the episode, let's check in with our trusty Padawan learner, the princess of Bright Tree Village, my wonderful co-host and yours, Lottie. Hello. Es ist so schön, dass ihr da seid. Thanks for joining us on our Rebels Rewatch today. <sighs> you know, uh, I, I, I realize I do have a mouthful. Mm, what does that mean? A mouthful of words to say out there. I'm just going too fast. I've been just like blitzing through that intro. Yeah, maybe you just have to slow down a little bit, sweetie. Or I need to focus, like Kanan says. <laughs> Patience, focus, all those good things. Right. Goodness gracious. Mm. Uh, how you doing, sweetie? Good. I just... I uh, got done talking to one of my best friends. Oh, really? Uh, from high school in Germany. Yeah. Love her. And she's going to be here in a few weeks. I can't wait. Yeah. It's really, really cool. Uh, had some good dinner. Watched some Rebels. And just had a good... Like this morning was so cool because um, uh, you, have a, the, you had the day off and we could just... I mean, it was not really something we planned, but we woke up and you were like, do you want to go get breakfast somewhere? Yeah. And we have a really cute little cafe here in town. And yeah, it was just nice. I, I miss having just breakfast somewhere else and just hanging out there. Because that's the thing. I don't know how often you guys do it, but in Germany, or at least in Berlin, we do it all the time with our friends. We go out, have breakfast, and not just go eat your breakfast and leave. Mm-hmm. Not like 20, 30 minutes, but it's right. like you sit down, you talk, you get a drink, you get another drink, yeah, like an alcoholic beverage, maybe. Right. Um, you get, you know, breakfast. Most of the time, it's we love to eat like bread and some, some bread spreads or meat or cheese or um, jam with that. And it just takes at least one or two hours. Yeah, you guys only have some, uh, they, they get their brooch in, the mit, uh, mit butter, mit mm-hmm. himbeer jelly, uh, and then they get their coffee, uh, mit milch, right? Good. <laughs> so, right. Uh, yeah, so that's cool though. Yeah, and I, I think um, you had said, and actually this was after your conversation with your friend, uh, the topic came up, white asparagus. 
Did you guys know this is a thing? Go check this out. This looks like something they would eat in Star Wars, like a, like a space food or something. And as I was searching it up, there's also purple passion asparagus as well. There's a purple asparagus. Okay, that I did not know. Yep. So once you start down this path, forever will it dominate your destiny. Uh, there is just asparagus out the, you know what, out the wazoo. So I like asparagus, actually. It's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, love it. It's good. but I think now you have to try the, the German style. Or I don't yeah. know if it's traditional German or whatever. You just don't. I eat wonder it if it here. tastes like green asparagus. Nope. Okay. It does. It, it tastes a little different. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't even know if we have it here. I if you, if you're out there and you guys have had white asparagus, like let me know because <laughs> I was shocked. Was absolutely shocked about it. So anyway. Uh, okay. Cool. So let's dive into our episode. So this is uh, this episode 13. Call to action. Grand Moff Tarkin visits Lothal. Now, Grand Moff Tarkin, that's, that's somebody from episode four. So you, that's when you first saw him as episode four. Mm, um, he's okay. in the Clone Wars, he, he, but he, he ends up being on the Death Star, and he's actually killed on the Death Star when Luke blows it up. Wait, so, that's after Rebels, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So Luke Skywalker will go, you know, he'll, uh, he'll, tell, he'll make the imperfect shot. Uh, the imperfect, the perfect shot, sorry. <laughs> that's what he does. And uh, yeah, Grand Moff Tarkin is, is there. But anyways, so he is visiting Lothal in this episode to deal with the rebels. And um, we have this discovery from Travis last episode. Gaul Travis was there. And he's actually an Imperial spy who ends up kind of identifying these rebels. Mm-hmm. Um, Ezra adamantly supports the idea of, of getting to a broadcasting station where they can get the message out about their cause because they're so kind of hurt, I think, about the whole Travis thing that they want to get their their message out, send out a secret message um, from their base and and really inspire people to join the rebellion, sort of, or stand up against the Empire. Yeah. Uh, Kanan decides to invade the main Imperial communication tower on Lethal. Uh, the rebels think they have the element of surprise, but they do not uh, take into account the arrival of Tarkin, who has deduced where they will strike. The Inquisitor and Kallus are sent out to capture Kanan alive and earn back Tarkin's trust. When the Imperial forces attack the group at the tower, Kanan instructs the team to leave him and thus is captured. Big deal in this mm. episode. The team is able to have Ezra send a message of hope, uh, urging those living uh, under the oppression of the Empire to fight before Tarkin finally destroys the tower and the broadcast station. So, what were your thoughts? I guess initially out the gate on this episode, a lot, a lot, a lot of interesting stuff. Tarkin kind of comes in and, and straightens things up, and really, yeah. yeah I think that was the first time that actually some someone of the crew was captured, or you know, is not with all the others at the end of the episode. Yeah. So that was pretty significant, um, but really cool how how Ezra. We we see him again struggling. With his feelings and fears of losing people, right? Um, so, but at the end, he, I think it's very important that he had that talk with Kanan before, and and that makes it even more important to him that it was not for nothing that Kanan was captured, but that he made sure to get the message out. So that was really cool, right? Um, I was wondering when that Grand Moff Tarkin showed up. Yeah. So. Before he showed up, we thought like the Grand Inquisitor is a big deal, but yes. then he shows up and he's like, "You, you know, you're not doing your job. I'm gonna do this right." He, oh yeah. He doesn't mess around. So I was wondering, what's the hierarchy? Like, what's the highest? Right. So he's a Grand That's a good Moth. Observation. I don't really know what a Moth 
is. Yeah. Okay. So. I'll look up the exact uh, definition here. But so essentially you have, uh, they've mentioned multiple times that there is a governor to Lothal. Mm-hmm. So Governor Price, and she mm-hmm. has not, she has not been there. Um, mm. She governs that system. But you have, uh, let's see, there's sort of sector governors. Let me see here. The MOF uh, was a rank held by the sector governors of the First Galactic Empire. In the, fi- in the fifth year of Emperor uh, Palpatine's reign, uh, there were a fixed number of 20 MOFs who answered to the Imperial Ruling Council. That year, the, the senior rank of Grand MOF was created and awarded to Tarkin. Uh, as a symbol of their of their charge, Moffs wore an, an insignia plaque uh, bearing ten colored squares, five blue, uh, over three red and two gold, uh, or twelve squares, six blue over three red and three gold. Moffs were in command of their sectors, um, yeah, their sectors sector group, a formation that contained assets from the Imperial military intelligence. Moffs could be appointed by the Emperor. Uh, or an advisor, but were obligated to report to both. So Grand Moff, Overseer. um, All the other Moffs? Yeah. Wow. So he's a big deal. He's a big deal. Grand Moff Tarkin is is a huge deal. So, yeah, they're they're kind of... um, Yeah, at one point, I think it's in episode... Yeah, it's episode four. They disband the Senate, and uh, the, 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 the senators from each sort of... Like, they show up and they have a vote in this empire that Palpatine has established, mm. but it was, wasn't really counting for much anyway. Mm. Um, so the, the senators, the Senate is disbanded and the regional governors took like direct control over their systems. Mm. And then they answered again to your, your sector or, or section, um, moffs. Yeah. And then you have the grand, grand moff, grand okay. moff Tarkin. Yeah. So, wow. yeah, he's kind of a big deal. So yeah, when he's, st- that's a really good observation that when he steps on the screen and you have, um, and you have the Grand Inquisitor. So the other Inquisitors will answer to him, mm-hmm. the Grand Inquisitor, and the Grand Inquisitor answers to Vader, right? Mm-hmm. And then even Vader, to some degree, I mean, he operates outside of Tarkin, but he has respect for Tarkin mm-hmm. and does listen to Tarkin because in episode four, um, he tells Vader to release, uh, uh, to, he's, he's force choking a couple people. Uh, yeah, he's, he's force choking someone on the Death Star and Tarkin tells him, he says, release him. Yeah. So... They listen. They listen to to Tarkin. Yeah, and he, he they did a really good job at um, portraying him, the actor of like because I'm just seeing a picture again of um, Tarkin in the old movies. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sorry in the in the originals. Yeah. Yep. When Vader's force choking Mahdi, yeah, Tarkin tells him to knock it off. So <laughs> okay, yeah, Tarkin's a big deal. There you go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> what else we got? Um, so uh, the rebels want to take over the communication tower and send a message to the system around them, right, to let them know and they say what it's really like here. So I was wondering, does that mean that it's different in other planets or other systems, that the Empire is not as present or oppressing the people there? Because they like we need need to let them know what it's really like here. Uh, yeah. No, I think it's happening everywhere. Is that are you saying is it only happening in Lothal? Is that what yeah. you're saying? Mm-hmm. No, I think it's happening everywhere, and it's happening in a, like some places more than others, mm-hmm. probably for sure. 
if there's resources or, or whatever. But um, yeah, rule and, and Ezra says at the end of this episode that like even though he's not very old, he remembers a time when things were better and there was less of an influence yeah, because true. as this series goes on, the, the empires, sort of, you might not think much of the empire until they actually come to your planet. Mm-hmm. And they start to build factories and they start to want to right. mass produce their TIE fighters and stuff like that. So beforehand, it's like, okay, whatever. It's just some political change. You don't really think too much about it. And then now it's here. Yeah. And they're seeing a, a larger uh, military force on their planet. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Uh, this episode starts off too with that big sort of dome-like feature, which is something really important to the whole series. Mm-hmm. It's, it's something that you can kind of see uh, right at the beginning. It, it definitely tells you that we're, that we're on Lothal and it's something that will kind of come up. I just want to keep bringing it to your attention. That's how you can kind of tell we're on Lothal to another thing. When okay. you look at cities and stuff, you'll see those domes and one massive dome. Hmm. So That's cool. Yeah. Uh, yep. Okay. So Tarkin showing up, big deal. He actually, uh, gosh, there's two Imperial officers. I don't remember their names, but he brings them in and, and basically gets information from them as to right. the rebels, where were they at on speeder, on speeder bikes and all that kind of stuff. And then he ends up having them killed. Uh, which is crazy. So, really? Yeah. Oops, I did. I missed you didn't see that. that. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he brings them in. They're sitting before his desk, and the Inquisitor walks behind uh, those two guys. At least I mm-hmm. think they. I think they were killed. Yeah, I think I missed that because I was taking notes. Like sometimes I just I'm on my phone to take notes while watching it. Yeah, they don't really show it, but he's um. The Grand Inquisitor stands behind them. He ignites his, yeah, he's, he's like, and gentlemen, that is something that I cannot have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Agent, Agent Callus and Minister Tua, both their eyes are like wide open. The lightsaber ignites and he pushes it right through them. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So. He seemed like a guy who doesn't really care and he just wants to. Yeah, he wants results. He really just brought yeah. them in to get information, figure out more about these these um, rebels. And then he kind of says to to Callus and to the Inquisitor, fix this. Get this mm-hmm. right. I'm mm-hmm. done. Done messing around. Failure's not an option. Uh, and this is the result of failure. So, yeah. so yeah. And then you get the rebels sort of scouting out the the uh, communication tower. They're trying to figure out how to get in there. There's an Imperial probe droid, <laughs> yeah. uh, which we first see in episode five. And um, one of the first images I ever remember seeing as, as a, a young boy just watching Star Wars was seeing the Imperial probe droid on Hoth. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of cool to see them back. And Ezra actually makes a connection to a loath cat. Yeah, to have it jump that, that cool. droid. Yeah, because everyone expected that he would try to move the bikes somewhere because the bikes were kind of shaking when he was concentrating, right? And right. then actually he moves the loath cat to jump on it. Yeah, and it is really smart. It's just that the camera was still recording, mm. you know, yeah. um, because it, had they shot it, well, something's fishy about that, right? Like the rebels must be nearby if, if it's been shot. Yeah. But if you look at the recording, and it's just a loath cat had jumped on there and tore it up. Okay, well, it's just them dealing with that's. That happens, yeah. whatever. Uh, but it was still broadcasting, still recording, still sending out a signal, and it caught the rebels speeding off on their bikes. Mm-hmm. So. And Ezra had that feeling that something might go wrong. Well, because yeah. most of their plans, they're, uh, yeah, they don't go according to plan. Right. Um, and that's why he has that conversation with Kanan before that, you know, he, again, fears losing his friends and... I think that's really cool that they actually show that fear in this series over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think it's human and it should be there, that fear. Yeah. For example, when we just we just watched Solo yesterday and that one guy, um, Tobias Beckett, Beckett yeah. 
uh, he loses his girlfriend. In Val. That, yeah. 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 And 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 at, all he was talking about after that happened was how they now couldn't do their job and they lost the cargo, whatever. And there was no feelings or emotions that his girlfriend just died during the mission. Yeah. Yeah. And I just needed didn't like that. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You need that. That's that's something on uh, in the editing room where like they need to do more to kind of talk about that. Um Versus just a passing like, oh, it's okay, all's well, and move on. You know, it should it should linger with the character longer. Yeah. So, and you can see that it does. It, like they with what they do with Ezra is it's a problem he deals with over and over and over again. Right. Is what you're saying. And, and they have more time in this in the series to kind of cover that That's that thing true. too. Yeah. So in the movie though, you're right. I feel like a lot of times that does happen, and you mm-hmm. have to kind of suspend your right. uh, <laughs> belief or whatever, and just think that he really did struggle with it, and we just didn't see mm-hmm. it. Yeah. As much, yeah. So, but, uh, Kanan kind of talks him up and said, it's going to be fine. Everything's gonna be okay. And, uh, they roll in there. Mm-hmm. Sabine rolls in with her energy tank, the fuel tank and tosses at him. And they just come in guns a blazing, knock, knock it out. Like it should be, had the, had the probe droid not have caught them, they probably would have been really successful in this yeah. mission, but the probe droid sees them and Tarkin's on it. And, um, Callus was going to like double the guard. He was going to double right. the guard on it. And Tarkin says, no, that would alert them that we know something. Mm-hmm. Tarkin's pretty smart. Mm-hmm. So they decide not to do that and uh, bait them right into this trap. And I think it's like within a minute of them walking in and putting the spike in. So Chopper's going to go and put that uh, computer spike in so they can get access to the signal there on them yeah. right away. Grand Inquisitor is showing up. Callus is showing up. And Kanan goes to the front door and has got to guard it. Yep. What did you think about what, 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 what did you think when that was going down? Well, I was like, Wow, Kanan, he really, like, he is ready to sacrifice his life for this mission or for this whole, like, idea of being a rebel and standing against the Empire, right? And he talks about it with Ezra, and he's also afraid, like everyone else, but he's ready to, to really, yeah, you know, give his everything he has. And he, 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 he seems pretty cool about it because, yeah, he's like joking a little bit with, um, was it the Inquisitor he was facing? Yeah, he was, yeah, he was yeah. fighting the Inquisitor. Yep. Right. And yeah, I guess, you know, your your boss can see me now, whatever. Um, right. Because he kind of knows they're not going to kill him because he has valuable information about the rest of the group. And Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, he, yeah, he does surrender. I think he's willing to die there, though. Yeah. I think he's willing to sacrifice himself. He he uh, he cuts that lock and lets him go. You know, I don't, right. I, I don't think he actually knew... That the Inquisitor wanted to take him alive. He gets that because he says it. You're right. He says that here. But then it's like, I think most of the time, it's th- the main objective for the Inquisitor is to eliminate yeah. the Jedi. I, like Tarkin had to, st- had to tell him specifically, I want him alive. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I think the Inquisitor would have killed him. Okay. Yeah. So, th- so to me, it was one of the, like, I, 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 you know, I know we hear before it happens that they want to take him alive, but still, it's a pretty epic moment. Ezra's looking yes. at it back at his master like, what? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to leave. And he's like, you're leaving. Get out of here now. Yeah. Right? And then, then when he when he cuts access to the, to the um, you know, like the, like the door mm-hmm. and he can't get back out, mm-hmm. he's left himself. No, yeah. no, it's, it's this or nothing. He's not yeah. going anywhere. He will, he will fight uh, until they're free. Yeah. And he'll, he'll make sure that they get out of there. There's an intense moment, and it is one of those moments in season one that's a small kind of moment, and those moments will build. Yeah. Like, it has yeah. its moments, and I was like, whoa, I forgot, actually, that that happens. Wow. So. What do you think 
Hera, what did she think in that moment? And what would you have done? I don't think she showed all of her emotions. Mm -hmm. I actually think she held a lot inside because she was very scared for Kanan and uh, did not want to leave him. It wasn't an option. But then he's like, no, you have to go. It's either get out of here. Otherwise, his sacrifice is meaningless. Mm -hmm. If they all die, if they get shot out of the sky, well, then what good is it? Right? Yeah, that's a good point. So she has to take off and then live to fight another day. Come back and try to get him again. Yeah. And I think I think they say that. I think she says that they'll be back or whatever. But he's 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 um, on the comm yelling at her to get out of there. Yeah. So, yeah. What would you have done the same? What? Uh, like Hera. Would you have done the same? Gotten out of there? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, if, if that was the only option, if, you know, because you have to assume Hera cares so much about this crew and so mm-hmm. much about Kanan that she did what was best in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think, I don't see another option for her. Yeah. If she stays, what, what good can she do from But from it's, there? my question is, can you think like that in that moment when you're, I mean, your emotional inner, it's like your emotions are so high yeah. that it's, it's easy to give in to your emotions. Like that's my yeah. partner. I'm going to rescue him. Right. Um, but that's the whole thing that Jedi teach, right? Is don't let your emotions um, disturb your focus. Yeah. But I mean, look at this though. Hera's not a Jedi and she was, that's she's true. the one who made that choice. Yeah. And, and so she has to be kind of um, realistic. I mean, really what had she have, st- he, he has no lightsaber. He is, kind of get has kind of given himself up and has been beaten and Ezra jumps on he's like we're not leaving right or whatever but Kanan saying you know she even says not an option right yeah, yeah. um and then he's like no you can't like there's this you, you can't do it and they make the hard call to to leave yeah to save others so because again you you do kind of waste his if they get shot out of the sky what was it for? Right. You know, they can't do anything. So if they thought there was another way or some another option, I think they would have taken it. Yeah, you're right. If I think if they if they would have known, like you said, that he was a goner right away, mm. then they would have fought to the end for him. Right. But yeah. So. Yeah. So it's a big sacrifice on his terms or on um, Kanan. Yeah. Kanan. And he's a Jedi. That's the other thing, too, is that you have to think about him in the situation and how um, Kanan's powerful. The only person who really is a threat to him right there is actually the Inquisitor. Yeah. If if he can outsmart and get past, he's going to be okay. Yeah. So the Force is his ally. But yeah, it's a tough call for sure. Yeah. And then finally, so the thing is, finally, Ezra gets his message across. It's like broadcasted, right? So the the thing is, the what's the name Tarkin? It was his call not to double on the guards. Yes. So it's almost like I don't know. We don't know if the double guards would have stopped them, but now I mean they caught Kanan, which is good, but the rebels still got their message out. Right. It's kind of like like they risked um, they risked them allowing them to make this communication mm-hmm. 
so they could catch a couple rebels. And what's the result of that? This broad, this message is broadcast that we are, we're rebels. Uh, We're fighting for the people. He says, we've been called criminals, but we're rebels fighting for the people uh, fighting for you. So yeah, I'm not that old, but I remember the time, a time when things were better on Lothal is what Ezra says. Mm. Maybe not great, but never like this. See what the empire has done to our lives, your family, your freedom. And you see then all the people from Lothal looking around. Um, it's only going to get worse until we stand up and fight back. Mm. It won't be easy. There will be loss and sacrifice. And then you see Canaan being taken away. Yeah. But we can't back down just because we're afraid. That's when we need to stand the tallest. That's what my parents taught me. Uh, that's what my new family helped me remember. That's what he says. Wow. And then to, to kind of, uh, yeah, to stop the message, Tarkin shoots down the tower, right? But as we're still talking, we need to stand together um, because we're only as strong... Uh, we're only our strongest when we stand as one. We yeah. stand together. So, and then boom, down goes the tower. Tarkin's like, I'm not going to put up with that. I know what it takes to win a war. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So, although it might have been, a, you know, a bit of a miscalculation, right? Is is maybe mm-hmm. they should have never given them the chance to to broadcast that signal. Right. Uh, and it just goes down to the powerful words of Ezra Bridger, probably pulling on some of the words that were spoken by his parents. And he's been holding in a lot of this stuff for years, mm-hmm. right? And there's a new hope. There's a new hope, yeah. <laughs> he's inspiring people. He's speaking truth. That's what Kanan says in the beginning of the episode. He's like, let's do something that the Empire um, doesn't do. Let's tell people the truth. Yeah. And so there you go. They're out there. And uh, it's crazy. So what do you think going forward now? What do you think is going to happen? Um, Kanan is captured. Yes. Tarkin's there. The message has gone out. Well, I think they're definitely going to do everything to to rescue Kanan. Would you agree that they're going to go track him down? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. They're going to try to. That's their, yeah, that's back. their main mission now. Yeah. Yeah. And the end of the season is near, so. Yeah, two more episodes. The next episode is called um, it's called Rebel Resolve. Rebel Resolve, episode fourteen. Mm. Episode fifteen is called Fire Across the Galaxy. Whoa. Yeah. That sounds promising. It is. It's awesome. And it's it's really cool to see um, Dave Filoni himself actually directs a few episodes and he, you know, is, is the creator of this and mm-hmm. has a team working with him, but he directs that last episode, which is going to be awesome. So Sounds good. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. So they're going to have to have to go get, um, they have to get Kanan, but they've got to deal with Tarkin. They've got the Inquisitor. They've got Agent Callus. They've got a lot of different obstacles ahead of them, you know, and really Kanan was their biggest resource. Now they're just down to Ezra. Right, right. They're down to Ezra. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Although Hera is so good. She's so cool and smart. She's going to. Oh, yeah. She's going to come up with something. And yeah. she's going to. Yeah. She's going to do everything it takes to, to get Kanan back. To get him back. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. So. All right, friends. Well, yeah, we got two more episodes to get through till season uh, to season one is is over. So again, you guys can send us thoughts. Uh, hit us up. Talk to us about these episodes or things coming up in season two that you want that you want covered, and and we'll uh, share your comments on the show. So, yeah. All right, friends. Uh, thanks so much. Please like. Please subscribe. Send us those messages. You can send me a message at wamprat underscore two m. You can hit Lottie up at Charlotte Sue. Uh, you can follow, yeah, um, the show at Hyperspace Hangout. Sorry, I'm like losing my words, you know, at Hyperspace Hangout uh, over on TikTok, over on Instagram, all the good places. Send us a transmission to at hyperspacehangout at gmail.com. 
www.thefourceforce.com. We will see you guys next time. And as always, remember, may the force be with you. Tschüssi. Hey friends, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Leave us that review. Check out our extra episodes on Patreon and Apple Premium. This is the way.